Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 welcome to another glorious edition of the Rated R Safety Show. Today's Thursday, July the 9th of 2020, day 191 of the year in only... 175 days to go. Anyways, how are you? Hopefully you're having a fantastic time. It's been a fantastic day for you so far. Anyways, we are streaming live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. We are coming across safetyfm.com, safetyfm.tv, 
and all of the other sources that we have available, such as the Alexa skill, you know, the podcast, you know, the um, radio station app. It's there. It's all there. So, you know, you can find it. We're also scrolling. We have some scrollers there that gives you some additional information. So anyways, how are you? How are things in your neck of the woods? How has life been treating you? Anything fun or tax related come up as of late? Oh, yeah, I got a story there for that one. As you are aware, tax day is coming up next week. So we need to start talking about that if you haven't filed already. So just keep that in mind. Anyways, let me get you not, you know, you know, not too far behind. We got quite a few things to cover today. So keep that in mind. Also have your telephone already. The 866-930-SFM1. That's 866-930-SFM1 will be open because we are going to be doing a contest here just in case. So we'll have that rolling out. I will let you know when we will be making that available. So just make sure that you have your phone ready and we will be giving away some tickets, some tickets to our Hop 101 Fundamentals course. So just so you are fully aware. Anyways, let's get you started with some feature story news because that's going to be important. information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Nina Maria Potts for the latest world news. Australia has suspended its extradition treaty with Hong Kong. It's in response to China's decision to impose a national security law for the territory, which pro-democracy campaigners say is designed to target them. Beijing insists it's to help bring order to Hong Kong after months of sometimes violent protests. Australia's Prime Minister Scott Morrison is also allowing those from Hong Kong to stay in his country for longer. For skilled and graduate visa holders, we'll be extending visas by five years from today, with a pathway to permanent residency at the end of those five years. Police in South Korea are searching for Seoul Mayor Park Won Soon. His daughter reported him missing on Thursday. Bruce Harrison has the latest from Seoul. Police have been using drones and dogs to search an area not far from Seoul's presidential office. Police say it's the last place where there's record of Pac's phone being used. His daughter also told police that Pac's last communication with her sounded like the words of a will. The Seoul government said he didn't come to work on Thursday over health issues, and he had nothing on his schedule until Friday. Pac is Seoul's first three-term mayor. The former human rights lawyer and civic activist won re-election in 2018 by a landslide. The U.S. Supreme Court is ending its current term and is expected to announce the most anticipated ruling of the year. America's highest court is set to decide whether U.S. lawmakers and prosecutors can examine U.S. President Trump's tax returns and financial records, a ruling which could have major political ramifications. President Trump has so far refused to make any documents about his business interests public arguing that he has total immunity. The Supreme Court may challenge that claim, although even then there would be no guarantee the documents would be made public before the November presidential election. A bitter row is shaping up in the United States between the nation's public schools and President Trump, who wants to force schools to reopen despite the surge in coronavirus cases. On Wednesday, President Trump pressured the government's top public health experts to downgrade recommendations for how the nation's schools could reopen safely, and he even threatened to cut federal funding for districts defying him. 
Chicago Mayor Laurie Lightfoot has already challenged President Trump's call for reopening all schools, saying it has to be a local decision. Typically, Republicans talk about states' rights and localized control, but here's one where the president's trying to mandate from Washington, D.C., what the conditions should be on the ground across the country. That doesn't make any sense. Opposition campaigners in Russia say police have conducted dawn raids in their homes, the latest of a number of actions against activists and journalists in the last week. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Well, 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 well. So let's talk about it because this is how it happens here. Things do change relatively quick. This is the world of news. So as we have the information there available from Feature Story News, talking about a ruling should be coming down. Well, guess what happened? The ruling has come up. So here we go. This was updated a few minutes ago. The Supreme Court has handed down president. Well, let me go ahead and go through that anyways. The The U.S. Supreme Court has handed down President Trump's a big loss Thursday, ruling that he is not categorically immune from having his pre-presidential financial records released to a New York grand jury. But in the second decision on the House request for similar information, the court appeared to question the congressional authority. Both cases were sent back to lower courts, and above all, Americans will not see the president's taxes before the election day, just in case. In the first case, Trump had sought to block the grand jury subpoena of the documents. The vote was 7-2, to with Chief Justice John Roberts writing the opinion for the majority that Trump could not do so. In the second case, the Supreme Court ruled that the lower court needs to consider separation of power issues related to the congressional subpoenas, suggesting that the Congress did not have Unlimited powers to investigate the president. That ruling was also 72 with Roberts writing an opinion. The president swiftly responded to the ruling on Twitter. Shocker. On Twitter saying that the legal battle, which has not put to rest, is not fair to his presidency or administration. The Supreme Court sends case back to lower court. Arguments to continue. This is all a political prosecution. I won the Mueller witch hunt. And others. And and now I have to keep fighting in a political corrupt New York. Not fair of the presidency or the administration. So that's what you got right there. That's the breaking news. So I wanted to share that with you right away. You know what's next. Time for the disclaimer. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. So when you have the breaking news, you have to share the breaking news. Sometimes the disclaimer is just forgotten. You know, it's not intentional. It does happen. Anyways, let's get you through the stories right away. Taking it from the top, Jackson, Mississippi Council members voted to remove Andrew Jackson's statue from the grounds of City Hall on Tuesday. In a five to one vote, members decided to reallocate or re- reallocate. Listen to me, like it's freaking money. Relocate the statue to a museum as the city is forced to confront the legacies of slave-owning presidents amid the culture shift. Okay, the Democratic mayor said it was time to divorce the city from the legacy of brutal owning of enslaved people who was instrumental in inflating the trail of tears against. The people. 
So something to think about. What do you think about some of these things going on? Do you think it is the right decision for the statue to be moved? Because it's not being removed. It's being moved. So do you see a point or a principle there? Or how do you look at it? Or do you think the statue should stay? This is, of course, the court of public opinion where you and I get to interact. I ask questions. You can give comments back, shake your head, talk to yourself. You know, those are sometimes how we have to interact. You know, it's the narrative of the conversation as we do this, as you fully are aware. Anyways, let's continue, continue, continue. A case of bubonic plague was reported in the northern China, according to the World Health Organization. There has been a confirmed case of bubonic plague in the city of Banyur, located in China, Inner Mongolian region. Why an alert went to out to local residents warning of certain activities, the WHO, not the band, just in case, consider the threat of the outbreak to be minimal. FYI, the bubonic plague causes painful swelling and lift nodes along with fever, chills, and coughing. This was a disease responsible for the Black Death the deadliest pandemic in human history. You know, I, I I just take a look. I take a look around and I go, shit, man. Just when I think that things can't get worse in regards to some of the stuff that we're seeing, you get to see or hear something along those lines. Duh. And I just don't know how much more we can handle here in 2020. And I know you always hear the theories of, you know, the universe and God and all this other stuff and Buddha will not give you more than you can handle. This has been a real big year of trying to see how much shit you can handle. I'm just trying to throw that out there. You know, if you believe in that kind of stuff, you know, I have to mention that. Anyways, let's continue. Are you a Dunkin' Donuts person? Do you like it? Do you like the coffee? Do you like the donuts? Well, I might have some bad news to share with you. Dunkin' Donuts will be closing 450 locations inside of Speedway gas stations around the country by the end of the year. The company, which dropped donuts from its name in 2019, first announced the decision before the coronavirus shutdown, explaining that the sales from the Speedway locations made up less than 0.5% of the U.S.-based margin the announcement followed the termination of the coffee chain partnership with Hess, which has acquired Speedway in 2014. Well, let's be real. Let, let's just have the combo. If you go to a Dunkin' or a Donuts or whatever the hell they're called now, Dunkin' Donuts, DD, not whatever, Double D's, whatever. When you go there and you go to the standalone shop, it is a different experience than if you go into the Hess location, you go into the Speedway location. It seems like half the time the shit inside of the Speedway's locations are broke, broken down, not there, not functioning, don't have this machine that works. I don't drink coffee, but I do hang around people that do. And yeah, from time to time, you have to stop and do those things. Duh. And you find out the machine's not working. And, you know, sometimes I'm that guy driving where somebody says, hey, can we stop and do this? And I continue, let's go to the next gas station or let's go to the next stop. And I continue to drive. And I end up going always to the broken down crap place. So I don't know if this is a good point of view from, you know, the Duncan standpoint or if it's a bad point of view of them doing so. What do you think? I mean, I'm going to tell you, if you're in the Boston area, you're not suffering because this is occurring. 
there seems to be there a Duncan on every corner. If you are from Massachusetts or from Boston in particular, please tell me otherwise. I don't even think the word Krispy Kreme or the store Krispy Kreme even exists in that area. But of course, that's me giving you my opinion. I could be entirely wrong. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R safety show. So did you hear about this one? This one was pretty interesting. A church in Tennessee hosted an Independence Day ceremony honoring their local police department in wake of protests to defund law enforcement. Hundreds attended the event sponsored by the Lighthouse Missionary Baptist Church in Jonesboro, where the donation of $23,000 was made to the town's police department. Pastor Perry Cleek, yeah, Cleek, told those who gathered in the past time for, uh, for or excuse me, in the past time for the silence of the majority of America who do not approve of lawlessness and anarchy in the streets, who do not support any movement that calls for murder of police officers, who are willing to condemn those who loot and vandalize and destroy both public and private property to stand tall and firm and let our voice be heard. So what do you think? What's your thought process there on the things that are going on in good old Tennessee? Do you think that they're taking the right approach? Do you look at the whole thing of defund the police department, which still you can't get a lot of good information from where the source material is allegedly coming from. Do you think that it should be handled case by case? But then we can sit here and have the conversation as well of in every story, no matter how good, bad, or indifferent you are, you can always be a villain in someone's story. So how do you look at it? And going a little bit deeper into that whole defunding conversation, could we get a very clear explanation? Is it really the term defunding? Or is it reallocation? And how does that look if we do fall under the reallocation standpoint? And what do I mean? What do I mean by that? So if we want to have more people inside of the police department that can help people that might be suffering of mental health issues to be able to go on calls, how does that look now? Is there an officer and a mental health counselor that goes with? Or how does that work? And how do you know what to do for the call? Because if somebody calls in, you've heard 911 calls. Most of the times it's somebody calling in with very specific and general information. And then you move forward. Now, I want to use this as a perfect example. Earlier in the week, I did tell you that on my trip, that I had two weeks ago at this point, I had my car break down on the side of the road. While I was there, I had a state trooper help me. But before the state trooper got there, the firefighters arrived. Do you want to know why they arrived? They had received a 911 phone call because allegedly there was a car on the side of the road with the description of my vehicle and the description of the people that were with me, that was on fire. 911 call. 
that wasn't the case. So how do we look, how do we work through this? How do we move it forward and how do we go through and do these things? That's the question that I need to ask. That's the question that I want to ask you today as you give this some serious thought as we move forward. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, police in Massachusetts are investigating the burning of an American flag over the holiday weekend. About a dozen miniature flags that were set up in a coordination with the local VFW. Yeah, VFW. Post in Memorial Park were set ablaze. Another dozen or so outside the Exchange Club were also destroyed. Kate Robbie, a resident of Boston suburb who worked with the VFW to set up the flags, called the act disgusting and vandalizing. What is your general feeling when you definitely take a look and you see somebody vandalizing the flag? How do you handle that scenario? How do you go about and say, do you do anything about it or do you look at it and go, okay, you know, because of the times that we're in, we should take a look and maybe think about things differently or not. How do you, how do you look at it? How do you go about it? I don't know. I keep on looking at it and I go, there's so many questions to be asked as we move forward with this. Anyways, let's do this. Right now, phone number 866-930-SFM1, 866-930-SFM1, caller number five will be giving away some tickets too. So take a listen here. Don't Don't go go anywhere. You're listening to the home of Real Safety Talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Go wild when I pull up. They all on me like I want some. Think I got what you need, well I have none. Hop off, you're a freak and I'm handsome. Slide up in the club like two chains. This snake is on top of the full chain. Sign out like a star, no new name.
Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Well, 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 that went a lot quicker than what I expected. I always have like two songs planned because I never know what's going to happen. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for the calling. Now, the other portion, because we learned this yesterday. Yeah, you can call when I'm not running anything if you want to. It's going to leave, you'll end up leaving a message, (laughs) so you know. Um, So, yeah, I do check the messages when people do leave messages. Um, But just saying, if I don't have anything going on contest-wise, kind of a... Kind of a mute point, but hey, I appreciate the messages. They, they were kind of interesting yesterday, that's for sure. Anyways, let's get you back to some of the news aspects here. So did you hear about this one? This one might be interesting to you. Duh. Apple's iPhone 12 model may come without accessories. Say what? Yeah, Apple's new iPhone, the number 12 one, will it come without any accessories. For the first time, the company's newest model, which are typically revealed every September, will likely be sold without wired headphones or a power adapter in effort to offset any cost increase with the upgraded model, according to Mac rumors. The outlet also reports that as many as four different iPhone 12 models are expected to be released. Now, the question that has come about, is this going to be the model that has the OLED that can fold? I will tell you, I have now considered a older generation iPhone. And yeah, I do like the upgrades and the changes that happen every year in regards to the phone. They're nice. They're they're different. But I, I really thought last year was going to be the year where they had the folding one. Now, I will tell you, a lot of my colleagues and friends that have iPhones, you know, they tend to break them. I, I actually, for the first time, broke a screen on one of my iPhones, but I had a screen protector, so it really broke the screen protector. But I get nervous when it comes to the folding iPhone. Saying, for instance, the Model 12 will have it. Because how easy is that going to be to break? Didn't that Samsung phone break relatively easy? The one that was foldable? Even some people thought that this part of the screen was a piece of plastic, so they would try to rip it off. Wasn't that part of the occurrence? I think it was. I did hear that, or I did read it, better saying, on several occasions. What do you think? Do you think that this should this phone should actually be the folding model? Duh. Or are you looking at this and going, Jay, I truly just don't give a shit about the phone. Can we just please move on? Okay, we can do that too, just in case. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio announced that students will learn on a blended schedule this fall with maximum of three days in the classroom and remote learning for the rest of the week. De Blasio explained that parents can choose remote learning exclusively. And there would be points throughout the year for them to reevaluate and choose to resume in-person learning. He did conclude it has to be the greatest school year in New York history. Holy crap, man. The greatest school year in New York history. What do you think? How are you looking at this whole thing? If this year becomes a blending learning year, because we all know that we don't want the same thing that occurred last year, where 
the beginning half of the year was in person. The last half was virtual learning. Would you want the blended? Would you want a few days here and a few days there? Or do you think that we're at the point now with everything going on that we should consider year-round school? You know what that is. They've trusted different models, different things that people have been able to have the choice to do. So think about it. Think about the way that people have done this. They've done the three weeks on and the one week off. That was an option that was available for a period of time. Do you think it works well? Or do you think that we should just keep it the way that we do things? I don't know. Just a question as we do talk about it. Anyways, let's continue. The Nasdaq hit a new record high as all three major trading averages rebounded from a rough session the day prior. Technology stocks were the biggest gainers with Apple and Microsoft driving the surge. Trading volumes were down on Wednesday as 16% fewer shares exchanged hands compared to the average of the previous 20 days. So what do you think there? So something to think about. Definitely an interesting conversation, right? How are you doing inside of the stock market? Do you have any stocks? I don't know. I, I, I don't know what people are doing. I am a big mutual funds kind of guy. I, that's what I like. Not saying it's the best thing to do. The guy that I listen to quite a bit who's a financial advisor says that's the best way to go about it. So I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that the stock market plays a factor into it? Or do you kind of go, I don't know, Jay. It is what it is. Think about it. Don't Don't go go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back.
You know, sometimes I have to wonder when people start screaming down the hallway what the hell's going on out there. So, apologize about that. Anyway, so welcome back to the Rated R Safety Show. Let's give you some little bit of disclaimer stuff. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so here we go. A Dutch police arrested six men after discovering a makeshift prison in soundproof torture chamber. Yeah, I did say torture chamber. A high-ranking officer said that the grisly discovery was made before the chamber could be used and potential victims were alerted and are now in hiding. The discovery comes after months of investigation that leads to generated by data from encrypted phones used by criminals. Detectives in Britain and the Netherlands have arrested hundreds. Yes, I did say hundreds of suspects based on encrypted messages. So holy crap, let's talk about a couple different things. Number one, that's some of the some crazy crap there. Torture chambers, padded rooms, some interesting stuff there. But now we're talking about two. How the hell do they break the descript the encrypted messages? I need to understand that. Duh. Duh. And do they have a warrant? You know, that's always some questions too. You know, I'm not defend I'm not defending one side or the other. I always, I'm always intrigued on how they're able to do something. So hundreds, hundreds of suspects have based on the encrypted messages. Do you think that all that will actually be turned over where you get to see it as a general public? Or does that become one of those sections where the messaging is people that are found guilty and those will be the only ones that know what those messages consist of? Just a thought, just a conversation, something to think about. Anyways, let's continue. A tropical storm may develop off the coast of the Carolinas, bringing a large area of disorganized showers, thunderstorms, and gusty winds. The National Hurricane Center, NHC, said over the next 48 hours, the system has a 60% chance of developing into a tropical cyclone. If a system does develop, it would be the sixth of the 2020 Atlantic hurricane season to get a name. And the name would be, you ready for this? The name would be Faye. That's F-A-Y. The name would be Faye. Anyways, let's get you into some of the main story stuff. You might find this one a little bit interesting. Let's do it. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So I have to tell you, I got this one pretty interesting in the morning here, and I thought it was something that we should probably share, something that you might find some interest in, some things that you might not care about. But Japan, yes, I did say Japan, does have this new rule set now, where if you go on, well, let me kind of backtrack, backtracking real quick. So. Japan has started to reopen some of their theme parks, you know, similar to what we're doing here in the U.S. Universal Studios has opened. If everything still goes according to plan, Disney World is scheduled to open portions of the park starting on Saturday. Some of the Six Flags locations have opened as well. Well, Japan has said, "Okay, it is cool now for us to open back up. But there's a caveat. And, you know, you know how caveats go. If you go on a roller coaster, you cannot scream. Yeah, you heard me correctly there. You cannot scream. So let me share this with you. If you are following along on the visual format, take a look at my screen. 
And you'll see here where we have some people on and they are not allowed to do anything. Let's make sure the sound's up. But do you see this? And now, if for the people that are watching on the radio or listening on the radio, it's two gentlemen that are writing, and they're just still not doing a thing, no motion whatsoever, clickety click. No screaming, no motion, no nothing. They're just living life as if everything was normal. Now, it is a different kind of impact. Now, as you go deeper into this particular article, the whole thought process behind it is related that when you're screaming, of course, you're causing some fear, but also at the other standpoint, too, is that you're opening your mouth wider and you could lose your mask. Isn't that weird? Think about that. Think about something like that actually going into effect here where they would tell you, okay, you can have, you can do some of these things, but you can't go around screaming. I don't think I could manage on a roller coaster without doing some kind of noise, screaming, so on, whatever the hell you want to call it. Duh. But it's definitely something to think about. How do you look at this? Duh. Could you manage on a roller coaster with no problem, without yelling, without moving on, without saying, hey, yay, so on? I don't know. Anyways, let's talk about some things that are going on inside of the world of sports. I have some unfortunate news to share. PGA golf pro Sean Fredrickson, 48, his son Hayden Fredrickson, 16, and his stepchildren, Sophia, 15, Quinn Olson, 11, were four of the victims who died in a plane crash in Idaho on Sunday. Sean's wife, April Fredrickson, told local news outlet, my family died while they were on an adventure. Everyone so was so excited to be on the plane, I think that at the end of the day, they died doing what they loved, which was, you know, being together. Our, hearts and pr- our thoughts and prayers are with April during this time. Continuing on with some of the other news stories that are going on. I don't know if you remember her, but I will mention the name real quick. A few years back, John McCain had actually selected a potential vice president by the name of Sarah Palin. Well, Todd and Sarah Palin has quietly have divorced earlier this year. While the case is sealed to the public, the docket shows their divorce was granted back on March 23rd after a non-contested hearing. The couple were married for about 30 years and are parents to about five kids. So, that's going on. So, interesting stuff there. Was she somebody that that you followed? I mean, I, I know a lot of people out there really liked her from the Republican side. You know, I think she was a beauty queen or something along those lines. I, somebody can definitely tell me if I'm wrong. 
Duh. But, you know, I had heard some of that. But something to think about there as we do move forward. Anyways, no winner for Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing. Friday's drawing will be for $83 million jackpot or a $65.5 million cash payout. So there's some stuff there for you if you're into playing the lottery. Something to go by relatively quick. Anyway, CBS has fired MacGyver and Magnum PI executive producer Peter Lenkov. The boot comes following the investigation into complaints of a toxic environment on the set of MacGyver, according to Deadline. The weeks-long investigation wrapped over the holiday weekend, and Lenkov was axed this week. There had been two previous investigations into alleged misconduct by Peter, but details were not shared. So that comes to an end relatively quickly there. Something to think about as we do move forward and as we continue the conversation. Here we go. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard begin their he said, she said battle in the British courtrooms on Tuesday. Depp called the ex a sociopath while denying claims that he was ever abusive towards her. While Heard claimed that he is nothing but jealous, rage-filled, drunken, drug-using abuser. Depp is suing British tabloid The Sun over the article from 2018 that called him a wife beater based on allegations that Amber Heard had made. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say about Amber Heard. I don't know what to say about Johnny Depp. But it's telling you stuff that people told me that, you know, I should share some of this stuff. So I'm sharing it. (laughs) We're having the discussion for sure. That way you can take a lesson to what's going on. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie are doing family therapy. A source recently told People that the exes needed help figuring out all the child custody issues and how Brad could be a dad again. Did he ever stop? How did that work? How he could be a dad again? They said that six kids, Maddox, Pax, Zahara, Shiloh, Knox, and Vivian. Pitt and Jolie filed for divorce back in 2016 after two years of marriage. They were only married for two years. They were together for a lot longer. I always get worried about it when I hear shit like that. When you're when you're together longer with someone than what you are the the amount of time when um you actually decide to get married. Something to think about. Now, believe me, no judgment, no judgment whatsoever there. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so take a listen to this. Many networks are now offering stars good behavior bonuses in their contracts. Following the news that a number of networks like CBS, VH1, and MTV hired a PI to look into their talent social media feeds for signs of racism, an insider now says that they are also looking to cultivate a more positive reality TV scene reality tv come on man when they asked the reality shows would they want to would want to eliminate the bad behavior that makes them so addicting an insider told page six that the networks are thinking more along the lines of behaving well as in not using racial slurs on social media and not getting into fights with castmates time and ratings will tell if the bonuses are worth it what do you think there Reality TV, for the most part, is a bunch of bullshit. Let's start off with that. It's scripted television with poor actors that are normally doing it. This kind of the way that it works. Let me give you some of the inside isms there. Duh. But think about it. Some of the things that actually motivates a lot of people 
are all the crap that happened on social media and happens on these reality quote unquote TV shows. So if they took away some of that, and I'm not saying, hey, use the racial slurs, because that's not what I'm saying. How does it look then? How do, if they control the environment, are you still going to be interested? I mean, you're going to have to have some really good script writers. And the reason why I say that reality TV is a bunch of bullshit, if you take a listen to a lot of the quote unquote stars, they always say, oh yeah, we did something. And then they asked us to reshoot. Well, I don't think a lot of times in life you get a chance to do a do-over on something you just did. Oh yeah, hold on real quick. Let me do that again. I don't think a lot of times in life you get a chance to do things over again. Which way was better? Was it number one or number two? You tell me. Think about that for a moment. Duh. Okay, so you might have heard about this. This has been making the, the circles, and I thought it was kind of strange. So let's talk about it. Floyd Mayweather will wish you a happy birthday for the low price of $999. The legendary fighter who said that he will respond to requests within five days has already taped at least one birthday greeting, getting five stars from the satisfied recipient. He's also claiming that he is the most expensive celebrity. On Cameo. And I have to tell you, that is not the case. Did you know that? If you take a look at Cameo, Cameo, if you're not familiar with the system, let me explain what it is. It is a place where celebrities, some celebrities and some alleged celebrities, um, can go to that are on. And it gives you the opportunity to go onto Cameo and have them record you a personalized message. During the personalized message, they can you pretty much give them an idea of what you would like for them to say, and then they say it. It can be anywhere between, you know, a few seconds to several minutes, depending on how it's set up. Uh, I believe that people like such as, you know, there's a lot of sports stars and different things to that extent on there. But as you take a look at it, Floyd Mayweather claims that he's the most expensive one. Well, that's not the case. I'm not going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to butcher it. I'm going to butcher it. But when, not Bruce Jenner. And now I'm going to screw up the, the change. But the new version is $2,500. That would make that m the most expensive thing that I've seen on there. And yeah, I do play around on it because I'm always intrigued on seeing what is there. So just for that particular reference. Just so you know. Anyways, let's talk about a little bit of a couple of things here. Prince Andrew faces quite the dilemma. The Duke of York, who has yet to comment on the arrest of Miss Maxwell, is reportedly agonizing over whether to condemn her as he tries to save his own reputation. A source told the Daily Mail that Andrew has remained mum, mum on the situation because he is not good times for, to make enemies. The Royal is still facing potential interrogation by the FBI over the relationship with Maxwell and co convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. So I'm sure he's in quite a pickle on how he's going to take a look at that and how he's going to be able to move forward. And I would love for somebody to tell me the correct name of Jenner now because I do not remember. And I feel like a total punk by not remembering it. Damn it, man. Damn it. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. This is when you need the, the producer inside of the room with you. Caitlyn Jenner. That's what I was trying to remember. Damn it. 
Caitlyn Jenner. That's that's the name. Sorry, sorry. I owe somebody an apology for sure. That's it. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so if you're not aware, let me share this with you today at 3 o'clock Eastern time. If you do have a, an opportunity, myself and Mr. Sheldon Primus, we're taking a look at the screen here right now, will be doing an event called A Question About Diversity. So if you do have the opportunity, please come on by. And sign up. It is a free event to attend to. We are not going to actually be be releasing it on safetyfm.com just in case. It does require a virtual ticket. Yeah, I know that's kind of strange. But it will require a virtual ticket to attend. It is not recorded. And once it's over, it's over. It's a conversation about diversity and what's going on currently within the workplaces in America. And I'm sure that's where we're going to start. I'm sure that's not where we're going to end because that's the way that these conversations go. So if you do have the opportunity, please come on out and hang out with us today, 3 p.m. Eastern time, just so you know. For more information, go to safetyfm.com, and you can go to the live virtual section to acquire some more information there. Also, at the end of the month, we're going to be having an event that we're putting on, and it's our Hop 101 for Beginners. That will be taking place on July the 29th of 2020 at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. To find out more information, you go to safetyfm.io. That's safetyfm.io to be able to sign up for the class and find out some more information. What we're doing at this particular event, something slightly different, we want you to help us promote the event. So if you go to safetyfm.io and create an affiliate link, we will do a 5% revenue share for every ticket that is sold through your affiliate link. That way you help us promote the event and we're able to help you at the same time too. Just a way that we can pay back our friends and family here that are part of our Interscope records, kidding on the Interscope records, but part of our, our little niche family that we have here at good old Safety FM. You know, the Safety FMers is like I like to call them. So that is something that is available to you. If you go to safetyfm.io, you can sign up and do some more information in regards to the link. You do not have to be going to the event to assist to promote. Also, we're running a contest right now at safetyfm.com forward slash contest for being able to participate. And as you have been seeing over the last few days, we've been giving away tickets here on the radio station. So that's something else that we've been doing. Anyways, over the next couple of weeks, got some pretty interesting stuff coming up um, on the Safety FM show under mine, under the Jay Allen show. I have a pretty... um. A pretty well-known guest coming on, and I will share that with, with you with you probably next week. I'll share it with you next week um, on who's coming on, and he had a lot of things to say, and I was pretty excited about having him on. We um, we were able to do a conversation. I I normally don't do a lot of pre-records. Um, when it comes to the show, I try to do them kind of like in this format where we're doing it live. And you can hear it on the radio station, or we're doing a video feed. But this one we had to do it because we're in totally different time zones. And I might be giving away too much information um, to be able to do it. So we set it up last night, yesterday evening. It was a great time. Um, what we were able to accomplish during that. So hopefully you'll be able to enjoy it. I'll start promoting it or talking about it next week. Um, there's some other things going on behind the scenes. Uh, also, 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 if you are interested, because I haven't talked about this in a while, to host this show right here. You're more than welcome on doing so. Just come to safetyfm.com and go into the participant link, and we can actually get something set up where you can host the show. Yeah, you. You. Right there. Yeah, you. You can host the show. 
do whatever you want here on the Rated R Safety Show. Remember, this originally started off as a rant show about everything going on inside of our safety industry. It's been interesting to see some of the things that have come about on how this actually started. We have been interested in seeing the copycats out there that are doing the same things that we're doing, and that's perfectly fine. I'm glad that it's caused some inspiration to some. Fun times there. Anyways, let's continue down the path. Let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today. Call it the Horizon Day. Fashion Day. National Don't Put All Your Eggs in One Omelet Day. National Sugar Cookie Day. I didn't I did not realize that today was National No Bra Day. How many people are celebrating that? I mean, I technically celebrate it every day. Are you celebrating that? I don't know. I remember Opie, Opie and Anthony, yeah, that radio duo used to have something um, that was called WOW. Um, just look at it if you get a chance. Anyway, some things that happened that were kind of important back in the day on this day. Nintendo released the arcade game Donkey Kong. The game was a quest to save Princess Pauline from that oversized gorilla Donkey Kong. It was a start of a franchise that included some of Nintendo's most iconic characters. Remember, that's the first time you probably saw Mario. Just in case if you didn't remember that. Anyways, you have been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on... Hold on. I'm going to stop that real quick. I hope I see you today at 3 p.m. Just in case. A question about diversity, 3 p.m. Let's do this together. I think you might find it exciting. Especially knowing that we're not recording it and it's never going to see the the, not, the eyes of the day ever besides what we do at live. All we're going to leave with is the memories and the learnings from the event. So 3 p.m. Eastern time today. If you get a chance, come out, hang out with us. We'll go from there. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Meet it. Bye. Now I'm going for sure. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. A million people in the crowd, but I only see your face in all the lights. And as the bass keep pounding on me, baby, I really want to make you mine.
just need to call